wave your hand unto him. Thank you, Jesus. Just lift up your hands and say thank you, Jesus. We have seen your goodness, we have seen your mercy, your faithfulness. Oh God, Father, we thank you. Lift up your two hands and say, Father, pour the final blessing on me before I descend from this mountain. The final blessing, pour it on me before I step out. Pour your final blessing on me. Speak your word into my life. Turn my life around, Lord, and make me a vessel unto honor. Use me mightly and massively. After this mountain, may I remain in your presence. After this mountain, may I love you than ever before. After this mountain, may I engage in my assignment. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, thank you for all you have done from the beginning of the program until this moment. We are asking that Lord, as you speak into our lives and release us from here, we remain in your presence. We shall be vessels in your hand and you will use us mightily. Thank you because it is done. Somebody said amen. Take your seat for a moment. Galatians chapter 6 verse number 2 and 3. Galatians chapter 6 verse 2 and 3. And then after that we we'll look at verse 9 and verse 10. Verse 2. Bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. There is a law of Christ. And that law is to bear one another's burden. Verse number 3. 
verse 3. For if a man think himself to be something, when he's nothing, he deceived himself. That is, if your life is not impacting others, and you think you are somebody, to God, you are in nobody. If your life is not a blessing to people, and you think you are somebody, to God, you are in nobody. Let's look at verse 9 and verse 10. The same Galatians chapter 6. Verse 9 and verse 10. And let us not be weary in well doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Don't be tired of doing good. And let us, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who have the household of faith. Let's not be tired of doing good, especially in the house of God. I like to talk very quickly on the subject titled Living for God and Living for People. Living for God and Living for People. If living is for God, then it's worth living. And if living is for people, then it's worth living. A life that is not living for God is not worth living. A life that is not living for people is not worth living. From where we have read, the Bible talks about living for people. Living for people. Bear one another's burden. He says it's a law of Christ. Not bear your burden. Bear one another's burden. The law of Christ forbids selfishness. The law of Christ hates greediness. When a man carries greed, when a man carries selfishness, when a man carries stinginess, it becomes impossible to be helped or noticed by God. It does not matter how much you have in your account. If you are not a blessing to people, to God, you have nothing. He said, so long as it's within your power, do good down to the people that are in the house of God. James chapter 2 verse number 14. If you read it all the way to verse 18. It says how can you say you have faith. And your brother is in pain. And you ignore the pain. How can you say you have faith. And your sister is falling. And you are watching. It says faith without works is dead. No matter the faith you claim to have. If your life is not blessing people to God, you have no faith. To God, you are alive like you are not alive. And that is the reason why the cry of our heart from this mountain should be, Oh Lord, I want to live to bless people. If there's anything that can excite God 
make God happy, gladden the heart of God, is that your life makes people happy. Your lives is a blessing to people, even if it is in a little way. As we are descending from this mountain, let it be our heart cry, Oh Lord, I want to live to bless people. Oh Lord, I want to live and change people's lives. Oh Lord, oh Lord, I want to lead people. Let me lead people out of darkness into light. Let my life lead people out of darkness into light. Let me be a light of the world. According to Matthew 5, 16. Say, let your light so shine. Verse 14, 15 down. Say, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Oh Lord, let my life be of an encouragement to people. People that are discouraged. Let my life be an encouragement to them. People that are in darkness. Let my life be a light unto them. Let me be the helper of the helpless. Let me be the hope of the hopeless. Until this heart for people is in you. God cannot bless you to bless people. The blessing of God, the blessing of Christ comes with a condition. And God said, I'm looking for those who have a selfless heart. I'm looking for those who have a burden for others. I'm looking for those who have passion to bless others, to change people. And then I will give them whatever they want. There are people I cannot reach except I will have you to reach them for me. There are people I cannot bless them directly. I like to pass through you, bless them. There are people I cannot assist them directly. I want to pass through you, assist them. So if you can have this heart, I, the Lord, will bless you beyond your imagination. The little thing in your hand, I'll breathe on it, it becomes massive. That business, I can blow it. That job, I can turn it around. That shop, I can turn it around. If the burden in your heart will be, Oh Lord, I want to bless people. I want to change the lives of court boys, not to not to judge them. I, I, I want to change the life of prostitutes, not to judge them. I want to change the life of people. I want to bring them out of darkness. Let them come into light through me. God is looking for those with this kind of heart from this mountain. And he will pour himself upon their lives. Lift up your hands as I just speak one word into your life. May God give you a heart for people. I, I'm not hearing you well. May God give you a heart for people. You see, anyone that have heart for God must have heart for people. And anyone that choose to live for God must live for people. Because if God is to keep you alive, is keeping you alive for people. The reason why some people die cheap sometimes is because when they refuse to make their life a channel of blessing to others. Receive that heart in the name of Jesus. I say receive that heart in the name of Jesus. I like you to take note of this. So that you will not allow the devil use anything to stop you from being a blessing to people. Now, this is what you take note of. That people
people might be wicked. Wicked even to you. Also, understand people can be ungrateful. That is, they are ungrateful. People can be ungrateful. People can be unreasonable. Unreasonable. People can be very funny. You might see all manner of characters and behavior of people. But God is saying, even at that, still choose to be a blessing to people. If I will pass through you, ignore how people behave. If I must pass through you, ignore how people do things. There are people who cross in their mind. Kai, no, God forbid. I will never, I will never. God is saying, you don't understand. I am not raising you to look at people. I'm raising you to look at me. That is why I talk about living for God and living for people. God is saying, if you choose to live for me and love me, then you must live your life for people and love people. How they behave should not be your problem. How they think or do should not be your problem. If you are concerned about the character of people, you cannot be a blessing to people. If you are concerned about the way people do things, you cannot be a channel to reach people. If you are concerned about what is coming out of the mouth of people, then you cannot be used by God to reach people. If you look at what people we are doing to God, if God would have been looking at the way we do things, it wouldn't have blessed us at all. If God is to be looking at the way we behave, ah, he wouldn't answer our prayers. If God is to be looking at the way we do things, our character, our behavior, he wouldn't agree to be our God. He overlooked our lives. That is what made him God. And that is the kind of heart he wants us to have. Hey, my neighbor, this my neighbor is very wicked. God said, no. Even if your neighbor is wicked, her wickedness should not cancel your kindness. Oh, that my brother, God forbid. That person, God forbid. God is saying, no. Don't look at people, look at me. People may wound your heart, battered you, injured you. It's not enough to cross your mind. Because if you must live, you must live for God, you must live for people. If God is to make you a governor, it's not because of you, it's because of people. If God is to make you a president and it, you dream like that way, then it's not because of you, it's because of people. If God is to make you a businessman that is in millions, it's not because of you, it's because of people. So if you cross your mind because of people's wickedness, you have crossed your way from God reaching you. Somebody lift up your right hand above your head and say, I receive loud and clear say I receive say I receive a heart a heart for people a heart for God say in the name of Jesus I will not mind how people behave how people do things I will not mind Lord give me the grace to live for people you must come to a point where you cry out with your heart, oh Lord, I want to also live all my life for you. Let that become a cry of your heart. Father, I have messed up in the past big time. 
But after this mountain, I want to live all my life for you. Let everyone around me notice that my life has taken a new turn. Let people that are close to me testify that the way I am up for God now is more than what it is before. Lord, help me. Let this let it become your heart cry. I want to serve you and nothingness will stop me. Let it become your heart cry. I want to follow you and nothingness will stop me. Three ways. There are three ways to be fulfilled in life very quickly. I'm talking about living for God and living for people. Three ways to be fulfilled in life. Number one, if God bless you, help people. That is number one way to be fulfilled in life. In Acts chapter 9, if we look at verse 36 all the way to verse 41, you will see a, a woman that lived her life. As God blesses her, she lived her life helping people. See what happened. Now there was a Joppa, a certain disciple named Tabitha, which by interpretation is called Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and arms did which she did. And it came to pass in those days that she was sick and died. She died. Not in coma, she died. Whom when they had washed, they lay her in an upper chamber. Verse 38. The woman died and she was laid in an upper chamber. And for as much as Lydia was, her leader was near to Joppa, and the disciple had heard that Peter was there. They sent unto him two men desiring him that he would not delay to come to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber. And all the widows stood by him weeping and showing the coats and the garment which Dorcas made while she was with them. But Peter put them all forth and kneeled down, knelt down and prayed and turning him to the body said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes and when she saw Peter, she sat up. Verse 41. And he gave her, that's Peter took the woman and gave her her hand and lifted her up. Took her hand, lifted her up and went and when he had called the same that gathered the people, gathered the widows, she, he presented her alive. What brought her back to life was this life, this choice she has made. As God bless me, I will help people. So she was living her life helping the people. She helped the people until a day came that she departed. And the people she helped stood and began to cry and pray. The question is, how many people have you affected to a point that that thing you have done in their life can compel them to pray for you? Bible said they were praying. You can't affect life and will not command people's prayers. You can't be a blessing to people no matter who wish you dead. There are many others that wish that you are alive. That is why the prayer of the wicked one can never prevail. 
Because why the wicked are praying your downfall? Those that you have helped are praying that you rise. Are praying that you stay alive. These are the benefits. We saw it. That Tabitha died. She bounced back again. May God give you the grace to bless people. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, as you are leaving this place, carry the passion and the burden to be a blessing to people around you. When you are a blessing to people around you, it will help them to love God for your sake. When you are a blessing to people around you, it will help them to love like Christianity for your sake. Ah, if Christianity is like this, I think it's good I'm a Christian. If this person is like this, then that church is a good church. When you live for people, you affect people's lives, it becomes easy for them to follow you, to give their life to Christ because of you. It becomes easy for them to wish you well and stand by you. It becomes easy for God also to use them for you when you cannot help yourself. Number two, two ways to be fulfilled. I say number one, to be fulfilled is if God bless you, help people. That is one way to fulfill, to be fulfilled in life. It's not the wealth you gather. It's not the mansion you build, but the lives that you touch. Number two, it was the help. Okay, let me take number two. If God give you life, give you health, give you strength, serve God. That is second way to be fulfilled in life. We're talking about love God, live for God, love people, live for people. If you must be fulfilled, then it means as God give you life, keep your life. As God give you life, as God give you health, you are not sick, you are healthy. As God give you strength, then serve God. In Mark chapter 12 verse number 30 He said love the Lord your God Serve your God With all your heart And with all your strength Your strength God gave you health You can't go for evangelism God gave you health You can't come to church You are not sick You can't serve God God gave you life You are complaining you are giving all manner of excuses. When you are living your life and you are giving excuses every time why you must you, you may not be able to serve God or come to church or do the things of God. You are simply telling God of what use is the life you have given me. Of what use is the health you have given me. So to be alive, to have life, to have health is to serve God. Even when your health is affected, God says, serve me. Even when your life is in jeopardy, God says, serve me. Then how much more that you have life, you have health, and you cannot serve God. That is how to fulfill, to be fulfilled in life. Number three, how to be fulfilled, number three in life, if God call you, answer. If God give you work, do it. Do it with the whole of your heart. With all your might. That is if God by his grace 
call you. There are people that God is calling them. Calling them into ministry. Calling them into one assignment or the other. Calling them to do something for him in the church. There are people that God is calling them. And they are not answering the call of God. They sense in their spirit that God wants to make use of them. But they don't give it attention. They sense in their heart there is something God wants to do with my life. But they don't care about it. That, that there are dreams they have seen. Oh, seeing themselves worshipping God in the dream. In the midst of crowd. It does not make sense to them. They don't care about it. Oh, they have a dream. And in the dream, they were feeding crowd of people. And yet, they don't give great meaning to it. They, they can't catch the message. They don't know that God is calling them for something. Or calling them to do something. There are people that God has revealed himself to them in different ways. But that seemed not to be their problem. That seemed not to be what they, they bothered about. And when God is calling you to do something, when God is whispering to your spirit to do something, and you ignore it, you can be ignored in life. That is, even though you think you are doing something, you remain at the corner. You remain at the backside. There are people under the sound of my voice that God said to me, I've been calling you for my assignment. I've been calling you. My call is upon your life. My call is on your head. You are not to come to church to sit down and listen to the message alone. I did not bring you to church to be a member, just a member of the church to fulfill all righteousness. I did not bring you to the church to be a head count. There is something I want to do with your life. And God is saying, when are you going to answer me? When are you going to answer me? When are you going to answer me? In Matthew chapter 4 verse 19, Bible says, he called the disciple, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. If you follow me, I make you. If you answer my call, I make you. No one answered the call and then is not make or is not made. All the disciples were made by Christ. Why? They answered the call. We live in a generation where people think that uh, no, it, it takes a, a foolishness to, to say I'm going about the things of God. There are people who felt what will I gain? What will I get? Destiny is tied to the call of God. Destiny, future is at the mercy of the call of God. Find out what is God calling you to do as we are descending from this mountain. Give God attention. Give the call of God attention. That is where your longevity is. Your life is tied, wrapped around the call of God. In Isaiah chapter 6 verse number 8, Bible said he called Isaiah. Who will I send? Who will go for me? Isaiah said, here am I. And God began to send him. That is the reason why we are reading about Isaiah today. What is God calling you to do? In Acts chapter 9 verse 3 all the way to verse 6. He calls Saul. He says, Saul, I know you are a bad boy. You are a killer. You are a murderer. But I am calling you for an assignment. I am calling you to do something for me. And then Saul answered. And he turned him from Saul to Paul. Your real you is when you answer the call of God. What is God calling you for? In Romans chapter 8 verse 30 He said there are people that are Predestined and there are people that are Called He said those that God has predestined them Meaning that 
God decide their life before they came alive. God decide who they are going to be. God decide what they are going to do. That is why some people are stranded. That is why some people are struggling. That is why nothing is working for some. Why? Because God predestined their life. I have given you life and this is what I gave you life for. All your life, native daughter cannot work for you. So even if you go look for native daughter, you still not it, you still not succeed. All your life, it is me that determines who you are going to be. It is my assignment that will determine your blessing. It is what I ask you to do. Your obedience to my command that will determine. So everything about some people has been programmed before they came. Refusal to do the will of God is to struggle for life. Refusal to answer the call of God is to struggle for life. Refusal to answer God, life cannot answer you. Lift up your hand. I want to pray for some of us that are under the sound of my voice. From this mountain, may you receive grace to answer the call of God upon your life. And may your eyes be open to see clearer. And may your ears be open to hear God clearer. I'm speaking to your life in the name of Jesus. Whatever God wants to do with your life, let your eye be open to see it. Can I hear a better amen? Let your ears be open to see it. Come on, let your ear be open. Let your ear. May you hear God clear. Hear him clear. Hear him clear. Anything that block your ear, I open it. What God wants you to do, hear him. Receive direction from God. Receive instruction from God. Your commitment inside the house of God. May God review it to you. Your assignment in life, your assignment in church, your assignment in your neighborhood. Receive the revelation to it now. In the name of Jesus, lift up your hands and say, My Father, my Father, anywhere, oh God, I am living outside your will. Bring me into your will. Say, My Father, my Father, anywhere I am outside your plan, corner me into your plan. Let your hand rest upon my life in the name of Jesus. Come on, say this for the last time, Father, help me to live for you, help me to live for people. Let my life bless people anyone that come in contact with me let them testify about your goodness anywhere I found myself may I be a blessing to the people that I will meet anywhere I enter may I be the reason why somebody smile somebody is not talking say anywhere I enter from today may I be the reason why somebody will no longer commit suicide father give me that oil that grace. May I be used among people to bless people say the church that I fellowship. Father open my eyes. What are the things you want me to do in the church so that you can bless me in the church what are the assignments you want me to do in the church so you can bless me in the church. What are the things you want me to do in the church so you can bless me in the church. Open my eyes to it. 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 It. Come on, somebody pray for some time. I want to know my assignment in church. I want to know what God wants to do with my life in life. I want to know the area He wants me to affect people so that He can bless me. Oh Lord, help 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 me.
in the name of Jesus. Your blessing is tied to the call of God. To the assignment, to the will, to the plan of God in your life. May you locate it in the name of Jesus. Listen to this. In the house of God, don't choose to be a head count. Don't choose to be a floor member. Find exactly what God wants you to do in his house. And stand up and begin to do it. If you must go far with God, let this become your prayer point. Because your blessing may not come through amen. It comes through that thing God wants you to do for him. Your blessing may not come through laying of hand. It might come through that thing that God wants to do with you in the church, outside the church. The devil knows that God don't just bless. He bless to use somebody to bless. He also bless because of what somebody has done obediently to his instruction. He bless because of the heart, the passion that somebody has. That's why the devil fight anything. Like some people, they, they have been able to discover what God wants them to do, but they are not doing it joyfully. They are doing it murmuring, doing it you know, angrily or not happy. Your blessing is tied to when you discover what God wants you to do. Dorcas discovered that God wants her to feed the widows. And that was the reason why heaven reached to her. Call it a privilege. Take it a, see it a privilege. See that as an opportunity to be blessed. Whenever God is asking you to do something. Whenever God is saying, I want to re- use you rich people. Look at it to be privileged. Those who don't care about people. God will not touch people to care about their children. Or even care about them. Those who don't want those who don't have the burden to reach people. God may not send people to reach them. Or even reach their children. Those who don't see the reason to be committed. God himself does not see the reason to be committed in their case. Make up your mind from this mountain. My Christianity is taking another level. Someone say my Christianity is taking another level. Say it again. Let me hear your voice. Say my Christianity is taking another level. Say my Christianity is going to affect people's life around me from today. Are you saying it from your heart? Just just say it. Say it. Say it. Let as you are saying it, the body will be coming. Say my Christianity will no longer discourage people. My Christianity will begin to encourage people. For you to be in a compound as a Christian for one month, one year, nobody wants to be a Christian like you, then something is wrong. Nobody will ask of about your church. That is in the whole environment. Nobody wants to ask, which church do you go? 
Nobody even wants to follow you to church. Then your Christianity is a Christianity that we need to really pray to know which kind. Everywhere I've lived, everywhere I stayed around, I've lived. People followed me to church. People give their life to Christ. Not even because I preach. I think a few nights ago, I was praying outside. There are some securities that we have around our place over there. And then, one of them came to me and said, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to repent. Pray for me. And I told him, the reason why I don't preach anyhow, Especially with people around me. I want them to see the light by themselves. Because after all, you have known some pastors who are doing all manner of things too. Even if I'm saying anything, it's like I'm one of them. I don't waste my time. There are people that if a pastor is talking to them, they don't want to give attention. Ah, not be all of them. I know them. Either because of one, what one pastor has done. But on his own, he knelt down. I'm giving my life to Christ. There are lives I live that is not good. There are people anywhere I lived. People must know God through me. Not because I'm a pastor. It's, it's that happening when I am not even a worker. When I was not even a worker in the church. How is your Christianity? After this fasting, take it upon yourself. The first thing is your life. Begin to live with the consciousness that people are seeing me. And I am living in the midst of people. All this quarrel, all this fight, all this rubbish, you on your own drop it. If this consciousness seek inside of you, I can never quarrel anywhere. I, I can never. Nobody will hear my voice and my wife's voice that we are quarreling. Not just because I'm a part, because of people. They won't believe God again if I do that. They won't, they won't respect God. They won't respect pastors again if I do that. I can never near be a Not because if I go there, it is a sin to go and preach. I cannot go and preach because let nobody see us. Okay, the same way that pastor came to drink, this one also came. Ah, this one is shark too. There are things I cannot do. No matter what a neighbor do to me, I can't answer a neighbor. I can't. They have, they have dealt with my children many times, waiting or waiting to hear what I'm going to say. And I'll tell my wife, forget it. Whether they beat the child, it does not kill the child. Because I am living for people. People are watching me, their eyes are on me. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 1. He said, we should know that we are in the midst of people. Some of us, you are, you, are, you are fighting with Okada. You don't care that people are seeing you. You are fighting in Arabah. You don't care that people are watching you. You are making noise in your house. Shouting with your husband. Shouting with your wife. You don't, you don't care that they, there are eyes. Some of us are the reason why some people no longer believe God. We should do it to a point that people don't want to serve God again because of the way we do our Christianity. Father, I want to live my life with the consciousness that people are watching me. With the consciousness that I am in the midst of people. I am to change them. I am to be their light. I am to be the Bible they read. I am to be a... Okay, you don't have money to give people. Give them good character. At least give them respect. 
At least greet them well. Let them know that you are a Christian. Oh, good morning, ma. Oh, good morning, sir. Nothing will drop from your body. Some of them, you are in the compound. You can't greet your neighbor. You carry your Bible and say, this neighbor, she has been hating me. And I told them, I am a house of God. They said, I am unkillable. I am untouchable. I am indestructible. Anyone that try me, my father said, in head, go, go for my head. You see how you turn the message? Little thing you point out, point hand at the people. As soon as I know they hear, I don't know the church where they go. You know, I don't know my father. If I wear his shoe now, all of a sudden I go chop pepper. Is that the message? Where you are doing your business, that woman, you are enemy. This one, you are enemy. The other one, you are enemy to everybody. That's why you sniff devil everywhere. Hmm. Tomorrow, hmm, devil don't come. Our life is to bless people. Is to show people the way. Jesus came in John chapter 14 verse 6. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And then in Matthew chapter 5, he said, you are the light. You are the sword. If somebody must be happy to follow God, it must be you. Let's stop quarreling among neighborhood. Let's stop fighting in our in our working place. The person you are slapping can be converted because of you and through you. The person you are insulting can be born again because of you. The food you cook and share for your neighbor can make the person say, "Which church should they go? Let me follow you there." Somebody bought something from you and is crying. He said, country hard. Country is, you see country hard. Am I the one who sit there? Am I the president? If you don't pay me my money now, today we go Tigara. Now you put me here. You hold the person's truth because of how much is the person owing you is 150 naira. Live for God and live see people thanking him because of you, he will bless you without looking back. When God see your neighbor putting her fingers on your eyes, you say because of God I won't answer her. Let them not say I am the one talking and you keep quiet. God will go the extreme to answer you. Some of us hearing my voice if I enter your neighborhood and say how is this woman you, the first thing is hey you know her trouble make if I'm to be asking your neighbor, your your neighbors about you that man where they beat him wife Kai eat a beat that man eat a beat what with your if people around you you pass negative message to them how will you affect them there are things you need to swallow because of people. Just swallow it because of people. All this, nobody can talk to me. I don't care. I don't care. You are a nuisance to the kingdom. Young lady, because of Christ, decide to keep yourself. Just because of Jesus. Even if body they scratch you, say, but God, if I do anything now, my neighbors will not want to serve God because of me. If I do anything now, you say you are a Christian, you will carry man 
enter your house in the presence of the neighbor. Then when you see bad doing, Holy Ghost fire! Rakita kita kita, rakita kita kita kita, rakita kita kita. Then the neighbor says, ah, no be this carry man come out. When you the rakita kita kai, this Christianity will go suffer. You are a young man, at least because of people. As a Christian, you are not a Buddhist. You are not a native doctor because of people. Because of your Christianity, at least have some respect. Let them see, ah, this young man, no get the entire household. Okay, he must be a good Christian. He must be a good Christian. He touched my life with his hand. My life changed. He touched my life with his hand. And my life became a new one. Jehovah touched my life with his hand. My life changed. He touched my life. He touched my life with his hand. And my life changed. He touched my life. He touched my life with his hand. And my life became a new one. Oh, Jehovah touched my life with his hand. My life changed. I, I like what one of my daughters said yesterday. She ran to the church. Said that they had received an encounter here. I think one of the night. He said, but when I got home, the spirit of God said that, that your neighbor won't know they greet. That neighbor that does answer your greeting, go meet the neighbor and reconcile. And then she went and said, neighbor, I am sorry. Anything that will happen between us, let's forget about it. What is in this life? Said, Nothing is in this life. And then the neighbor, at the end of all, they reconcile, embrace themselves. There are some of us who need to go and do that. Because in your environment, they know the answer your greeting. Because of the bomb you don't throw. Small thing. You knock somebody's child in the presence of the mother, you call him big head. Now the mother is carrying that in her mind. My son, you call him big head. Little thing, you turn it to quarrel, you turn it to problem. Look, like I told my wife sometimes, I said. Even if you are doing business, there was somebody that came and collected her goose. I said, don't worry, don't worry, I'm going to, I'm going to, going to market it for you. Collected a lot of goods and left. Only to return back and say, thief came and stole it. And my wife said, I, I hear, I said, but I told you that you should be very careful. Be very careful. If you say thief, don't carry on. If you say thief, don't carry on with that. You see, I say yes, thief, carry on. Thief, don't carry on. People that were that it was not even their goods, they are the one that is gingerly her. No, mommy, no green. No, these are lies. I said, but let me pay, pay bright price. Let me pay bright price. Thief don't carry him, he don't go. Carry him, he don't carry him. I want to make I prefer my dignity and integrity than prosperity. Prosperity without dignity and integrity. Is a lost of identity. Today, I have my head pastor with me. If I were to be a bad neighbor, then he wouldn't enter church. I've been over so. In fact, now the wife even came first. Mama, stand up. <laughs> she was the one that came first. Look at their house. Look at my house. If I was to be a bad neighbor, you wouldn't see them. But today, it's a head pastor here. Can we celebrate Jesus? I mean, I can, I can, I can point many 
that became Christian just because I live around them. They became member of the church. You are to bless people. You are to change people. You are at that time. I never knew that there's a man that is going to be an instrument in the hand of God under disgrace. There are people that their destiny is tied to you, but your quarrel mentality, fighting anger, hot temper has scattered it. There are people that would have recommended you for husband sins, but all this all this cat walk without greeting. You see a neighbor, no greeting. You see no greeting. All this when they ask her, this girl, you say, leave her This one, a viper. Are you a viper? No. But the way you live with people, they can't give testimony about you. They can't talk anything better about you. They can't talk anything well. Please, as you are leaving this mountain, live with the consciousness that you are to live your life for God and live your life for people. No matter a strong man, a strong man cannot bury himself. Now people, they bury him. No matter. A doctor cannot treat himself. Now another doctor, they treat him. In 2 Kings chapter 5, now just common maid now help Naaman the captain of Syria common maid common maid common maid you don't know who help you drop this let's drop pride let's drop arrogancy let's drop all this shouting here try to prove a point who are you trying I am not a fool I am not a fool I will show all of you that I am not a fool me I am not a fool I am not a fool that is when you are becoming what there is no point to prove to anybody. If you have any point to prove, prove it to God. Bible says, Blessed are the peacemaker, for they shall be called the children of God. People are to follow you to church. People are to serve God because of you. Live your life for God. And live your life for people. If because of people, I need to stop drinking alcohol, then I need to stop it. Because of people. Because there's no way I'm drinking alcohol. People will believe I'm a Christian or follow me to church. Or serve this God. It's because of people. It's because of people. I have to stop beating my wife. It's because let them not be hearing every day that I and my wife we are poor. We are shouting because of people. Those who honor people and honor God. Who can just drop some things. Who can let something go because of God and because of people. These are the ones that destiny cannot forget them in a hurry. Can we rise on our feet? People. People. Somebody is hungry. Don't say, Min like a like a shia. There you go. The Lord shall provide. <laughs> Somebody is stranded. You say, Let me pray for you. Let's come in. Let's come in. Let's come in. Now you go chop. Eh? Somebody say he's hungry. He say, No. I, I believe in the Lord. They thought about faith. You believe God too. Most stingy people are the people that are telling people to believe. Believe, 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 believe. The Lord is going to help you. When you begin to hear, the Lord will help you. Somebody is crying, no food to eat. You said the Lord will help you. What about you? Now you be the Lord where they did that supposed to help. Now you be the Lord. I'm hungry. Now you be the God that I see. 
I am, I, am, I am stranded. You are the God that I see. Let our Christianity yield result. Don't carry this mantle and this anointing and return back to the kind of way you live your life. There's grace upon our lives. Let's bless people and turn their lives. Your one plate of food, give it to somebody. I remember there was somebody that I gave my plate of food just to, just to convince the person to go to church. Saying, I'm hungry, I cannot go to church. And I have just little change. Okay, let's go, let's go. The money I want to buy food and eat. I don't even know when next, the next meal will come. I buy the food. I was hungry. I was watching the person. He was eating. Just because he won't go to church. He ate my food. That I would have ate. And here am I today. I am giving out food. You are doing evangelism. Stop telling. Hey, make church bring money. Church bring money. Now church. Church. You can do it. You want to go for evangelism. Church should transport you. You see somebody stranded. You can help the person. The, the church should come and help. Abba. What to be your own reward? What is wrong? You dip your hand in the pocket and so okay, you don't have transport. Oh, sister, take this transport. Oh, you don't have this brother, take this transport. What is wrong if you use your own car to pack people and bring them to church? What is wrong? What is wrong if you open your house and say, Come and do home sale in my house? Let, let's gather the neighbors, teach them, help them, and bring them to church. What is wrong? What are you alive for? What are you alive for? What is wrong if you have the power to rent a bus and say, any member living far off, man of God, this bus I want to rent every Sunday. Let them go to every junction and bring them to church. That is how to live life. Not to hide money somewhere. Those who hide and die, where are they? Do something for God to say, Kai, Kai. Let people say, Kai. Even when death comes, they say, no, you, they can't bury this man. They can't bury this man. They can't bury this man. Even at the end of all, people will pray prayer that your family member cannot pray for you. Be a blessing to people. Don't destroy people's daughter in the name of the lust of the flesh. Don't go and scatter somebody's marriage and you are a Christian. Don't go and cripple somebody's daughter's destiny and you are a Christian. Don't go to the public and be drinking alcohol as if you are not a Christian. Don't be following men up and down and then when they come to church, they say, ah, this one, they church here. Don't spoil the image that God has built for you or built in the church. Lift up your hand, just one prayer. Father, I'm living here a different person. Pray that prayer. I'm living here a different person. I'm living here a different person. I'm living here a different person. A different person to be a blessing to people. A different person to change people's lives. Receive that grace in Jesus' name. Not too much prayer. Now action this time.